is back. Starving for attention is back. And we're good. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the show. Richard Blaze here with... Jasmine Blaze. That is you. I didn't know you wanted me to fill it. I know. Sorry. I never do like this straight... We're going in fits and starts here. Mm-hmm. As usual. <laughs> uh, live recording from... What is this room I anymore? you say live. Well, I mean, <laughs> recording live. Well, wouldn't you always record live? <laughs> I guess. Well, you could do your part somewhere else remotely, and we could patch them together. Live is just a cool word, don't it is, you? Yeah, I mean, like it reminds me of like the little red light bulb. We should get a red light bulb. We might as well at this point. Yes, we talked about how our house is becoming a studio. We need the on-air red blinking light bulb. I actually really, really would I love that. I think we could do that downstairs. There okay. There's a little like a uh, light switch thing or light box. You got to connect it to like a door being closed or something. How do they do that? No, there's a switch. Okay, it's a switch for it. At but... your other podcast, there's a switch. Mmm, the other podcast. They the, have the red light bulb. The other, other as this one, said. we're in a closet surrounded by pillows. I was going to say, this is a, it's not, is it a closet? It, it was, it's a playroom. It's, it's, it is known in the house as the playroom. I refuse, I don't call it that. I call it my office. And that, and it has a desk <laughs> that is your office. And that, therein lies the issue. And I would say we would post a picture of it, but no. there's, I'm sure, personal private data. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. I realize that all the time when I'm taking <clears> pictures of like um, our FaceTime, our Zooms with people. I'm like, ah, geez, I got my password on the stick in always my gotta, computer always got to be careful right there's the credit card there's the checking account routing number all of that stuff could happen so we will not be posting a photo from there uh but if we did you would see that i am drinking san pellegrino you know that's right listen in a world of unlimited choices the iconic green bottle with the red stars become a universal beacon of unique taste experiences san pellegrino's been with us all throughout the beginning here of season two of starving for attention and they help us make special experiences and moments with families and friends. And we all know in these times, especially Jasmine, these are the things that matter the most, right? That's right. Dinner uh, with the family, sharing a table in a moment, times to reconnect, tell stories, be thankful, laugh and have fun, plan for an unforgettable meal and a most memorable moment. With S. Pellegrino, you'll find moments of great taste waiting to be enjoyed. To enhance your moments with unique recipes and culinary tips, visit sanpellegrino.com. I'm going to have a sip here, and we're going to get into this episode. Spoiler alert. Well, you, you already know who the guest is because it's in the byline on the episode. But right. Artie Sequera is here. That's right. Our good friend Artie, she, I think you anointed her um, during the episode as our, our most frequent guest. But Has to be. She's not only a guest. She's been the co-host as well, you have to remember. So I don't know if she would want on her IMDb page, want that to be separate. Well, she, I mean, she probably doesn't because she's done a lot <laughs> more impressive things to be on this podcast. But I think I don't even have to go and look at the stats. If you're a big fan, you know, Artie's, she's done five, six, seven, yes. eight episodes. It's amazing. Always there, stepping in when we need her. And when we want to talk to her, she always says yes, which is amazing. Absolutely. She joined us uh, from North Carolina where she's producing all sorts of amazing shows right now. I always have the biggest urge to say North Kakalaka. I can't, or South Kakalaka. I think it's more South, but like, I'm sure that that just like for people that live there is the same Mm. as when we lived in Atlanta, when people would call Atlanta, what? Yeah. What is is it? Hotlanta. Hotlanta. It's the worst. Yeah. You're probably absolutely right. Listen, if you're from (laughs) North Carolina. I apologize. And when someone says North Kakalaka, does that make you cringe? Does it get stuck in your craw? Like you just want to. Hundred percent, right? Ah. It happens all. Like if you're from San Francisco, you do not call it Frisco. It is not Hotlanta. <laughs> do you and call it is, wait, If you live in San Francisco, do you call it San Fran? 
I think that that is uh, more acceptable, but no, I, I think you yeah. call it the Bay Area. Right. I, I, even if, I mean, maybe the there's Bay. probably. Can you call it the Bay? Well, too? the Bay or the city right, is the actually city, all yeah. over Golden That's State right. Warriors. When, when uh, we had um, Melissa King on, she called it SF. So I followed suit and called it SF. Well, you know if she's saying that's it. That's the way to do it. You know, yeah. you, you take it from the local. If you know she's saying it, it's legit. I love people from the Bay Area, though, like as um, in restaurants, which which is going to be a good segue to something <laughs> you want to bring up. But people from the Bay Area, when they visit restaurants that are not in the Bay Area, the biggest compliment that they give you <laughs> is saying, hey, you know, this restaurant w- would work in the Bay Area. Mm. Uh, and it's that way. I love your restaurant, and I'm from the Bay Area. Like, both. Is that, like, yeah, yeah, both. They don't realize it. it's kind of a sideways compliment because you're, uh, you know, they they are letting us know that the Bay Area is one of the best dining places in the world, which is true. Which is true. Yeah. And it does. Uh, I mean, they just kind of understand their their environment. I feel like I, that's what it. it and was, they're not afraid to share it. That's it. That's right. And they have no idea that they're potentially insulting, you know, <laughs> someone else, which they're not really. They're awesome, like right. we said. But speaking of restaurants. Yeah, well, we were talking about um, California, like a couple other states, I think, um, rolled back. <sighs> yeah, rolled back the restrictions um, and indoor dining in restaurants is uh, out for at mm. least the foreseeable future again. Um yeah. How do you feel? Well, first of all, again, we opened up with like five episodes that were called the Quarantine Chronicles. The fact is... We could come back. It could be the whole season. <laughs> right. Uh, and I will say, again, you know that this is not an incredibly serious podcast, but this has been a tough week. And this is this is part of the news that has made like this week really, really tough. A, we- yeah. a tough week in a series of months that have been very, very tough. But this, the step back or the two mm-hmm. steps back mm-hmm. for me really hit me hard this week i think it did for me too i'm in a funk a, a bit i think I'm, I'm also tired i think i stayed up too late last night that didn't help we went to bed early last night for you for me late mm. so i think that's part of it but i um i agree i think the rolling back is hard and even though gosh darn it i listened to a public health official i think it wasn't like a national one it, i think it was um a local california public health official early on um, and he said, he was like, look, the way to properly, uh, reopen things is, is it's a dance, right? It's one step in, it's one step out. Uh, you go on the dance floor, you mix it up, you see how it goes. Uh, if things aren't going well, then you leave the dance floor. So like, I heard that early on and, and, um, in my head and in my, my mm-hmm. like irrational part of my brain was like, yeah, that makes sense that, that you do it slowly. You go, you see what you can do. And, and if it doesn't work, you leave. But yeah. man, this yeah. week still was hard. But I think, yeah. But I, you know, and again, uh, that's what you have to do to, um, you know, beat this virus, hopefully, right? So it's it's the right thing to do. But I think we all are in our heads, or at least myself. I can only speak mm-hmm. on my, but that there's a, ha- that, you know, we want a happy end. Like we want something to happen to like push us into like a safer, better place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless of what your thoughts are, um, or, you know, you, like, I think we all want that. Right. So like the step back, even though it's the right thing, it hurts. Now and restaurants. Man, and it hurts for restaurants, right? I heard, I heard someone from the, uh, California restaurant association or something like that on, on NPR yesterday that was saying like, they kind of were mad that they got lumped in with bars, that, that closing bars made a lot of sense and that closing indoor dining in restaurants didn't. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think I think that it depends on obviously the operation, right? But right. I do think lumping them all together is inaccurate. But right? I did also hear stories of like restaurants that just flouted the the flouted is that the word flaunted the mm-hmm. rules, you know that that flaunted the rules of 
of wearing masks or social distancing tables or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So then, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, enforce this, right? Well, first, you just made me think of flautas. Mm, delicious. So total sidebar there. Flautas oh. or roll tacos. Um, They're the same, I believe, but in San Diego, roll tacos is a thing. No, no, no. Are Ta- they different I think tortillas? taquitos and roll tacos are the mm. same thing. Flautas are flour, I, I believe. You're right. I think yeah. you're right. I like both of them. Uh, <laughs> They're yeah. all delicious. Listen, I mean, the fact is uh, it's a bad story that is made worse with you know these changes. Yeah. Um, it's like poor restaurants. Like how many more hoops do you have to jump through? You know? I mean – the, everything is already hard enough, right? The, the the obviously made made totally clear by the fact that a month into quarantine, mm-hmm. a bunch of restaurants just threw up their hands and were like, "We're out of business. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even do well, this." Well, I mean, again, a lot of it is revealing the fact that you know, for most people that have not been in the business, they they might not understand what a tough business it is. And you hear that, and I think most people they hear, "Oh, it's a tough business," they think that it's a, a laborious, physically tough business, which, which is true. It is, yeah. But it also is economically one that, you know, just lives on, you know, quite honestly, a five to 10% profit share if you're doing yeah, really well. Really. Like our home has become kind of a restaurant. Like we're not right. selling food to the public, but we're producing food for, you know, different people every day. And our, and our house is getting trashed. Wrecked. Wrecked. Like totally we need wrecked. repairs on our house for two months of cooking in it. Like it is a, just a like, brutal Guys, business. how do you get grease out of cement? That's <laughs> yeah. what we need. To know. How do you get really grease fun. out of cement? How do, you, how do you get uh, food? Yeah, like food off of brick. Oh, like, man, so many questions. You are really listen. The Traeger Grill did show up. No, no sponsorship yes. yet from Traeger as far as on the podcast here, oh, but uh, happy to get another grill up there. But anyway, yeah, restaurant. Listen, guys, tough, tough job. And uh, rarely do we talk, and and we won't. This will be brief. This is my my preface to you. But Ivanka Trump is saying, just go get a new job. Just go figure it out. If you're a cook or someone. Really? Have you not seen the Ivanka Trump madness from the last two days? Well, I saw the Goya commercial, right. but I didn't see it. She also has a legitimate campaign that's like, hey, find a new job <sighs> that, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of people see as incredibly tone deaf. Of course it is. Um, well, like most. Like not, most you know, like it's just so, so a lot of like times, too, it, it's just it's the also like the wording or the marketing of how like something should be said. Sure. Because it's not that um, – you know, maybe people do need to reset themselves in ways that maybe they haven't thought of, but to just be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, get a new go, job. Go get a new job. Like, that's not the Why way. Why don't you just go get a job? Doing. Yeah. We're going to get some email about that one. Guaranteed. Uh, um, I never check the email, so it's okay. No worries. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do think, listen, but, but restaurants have showed time and time again that they're ready to pivot. You know, they are. Yeah, they're willing to do it. I mean, they're setting up like, um, I've, I'm sure everybody's seen this in their own respective towns and stuff but um but around here there you know restaurants are like rolling out the green turf and setting up outdoor patios and parking lots and uh you know luckily we have decent weather here i don't know how you do it in places where it rains every day or it rains every other day you know it's the summer so right florida i'm sure is not gonna have a hard time with a pop-up patio but yeah yeah it's it's uh lots of hoops yeah lots and then uh the quick segue from that and then i mean real quick on the weather too like i mean eventually it's going to be fall yeah eventually you know in places like uh, i mean chicago is a place i spend a decent amount of time you know the middle of october in chicago is too cold to be eating outside yeah. right so like your your whole business plan is 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 rocked i don't know where illinois or chicago is right now um but listen i i'm an optimist i i i, I do know we will get through this uh we do need um you know some sort of do i know this yeah i think i do i think i know because and i'll reveal this for my own mental health 
in the beginning, I was like, this will be wrapped up by the Masters, which was the, right, the Masters yeah, was April 8th. Everybody had, had different like, little deadlines in their head. And then yeah. soon on, I was like, okay, this is a little bit more serious than I thought. I'm going to watch these charts and these graphs. I'm going to read the news every night. And I think by July 4th, we will be <laughs> clearly fixed and, and on our way to being better. And then that we blew through that deadline. Yeah. And then I created a new deadline, which What's your I, new deadline? well, my new deadline was at the back of my head actually was like, uh, let's pl- have a plan B for July 4th. And for me personally, it was the opening of school in the fall. Ah, okay. And now Got we it. just blew through that one basically. Yeah. It's no good when those, when those, um, those like benchmarks that you set get, get kind of blown up. That, and, that can be a, a dent. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And now I think for my own personal psyche, you have to say, and I, man, this, hopefully I'm not depressing people listening to the podcast, but I think you got to say, uh, you know, holiday season and J- January 1st. You, you, well, I just, what did I, uh, I just heard Pasadena canceled the Rose Bowl parade. That's January 1st, 2021, guys. Yeah. Oh, the marathon. It's another one. See, <laughs> now, now I'm re- we're re- right, reliving stop. our, our stop personal. Your, your pity uh, party. Yeah. It's not, not a pity party, but like um, the marathon was one. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to run the 50th New York City Marathon. In the It'll first still week be in the November, whenever they do that's it. true. That's the cool. thing And about I was like, that. you know what? I'm gonna be outside, and that will that will be like a return for New York and everything. But uh, sorry to depress everyone. Uh, we just want things to get. I better. think it's called commiserate. I don't. That's what it is. It is commiserate. Yeah, it is commiserate. Right. We did a little bit of that with Artie. But, I think. Yeah, and, and speaking of um, July Fourth, you reminded me of uh, this holiday. Uh, holiday eating feeling that came over me mm. um july 4th we were you know cooking up a bunch of food i think you made ribs and you know coleslaw and <laughs> potato like we had you know a pretty good spread for july 4th and i pulled like that holiday eating schedule where like you kind of eat like a breakfast and then you don't eat anything until whenever that like early lunch dinner you know holiday meal is gonna be yeah yeah and so i did that and then i, I ate you know pretty good like um july 4th portions and after I ate, I was like, oh, man, I've been full like this a lot more than just on July 4th. I realized uh, I've been eating a ton. I appreciate, I've been eating like it's holidays. I appreciate you revealing this because I, I know, again, we, I like when this turns into a, a marital therapy session sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like lately, you haven't even been eating dinner. It's because you eat a strong lunch and yeah. you snack basically at dinner. But it's because you're going through this moment personally. With your own eating schedule. Well, but I've taken it sort of as like, oh no, uh, Jasmine doesn't want to eat dinner anymore. Like, um, yeah. Well, when you're not here, when you would be traveling, which is all the time, which like, was you know thirty to forty percent of the time, at least before this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would usually eat, um, you know, like a, a three or four o'clock kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, I would feed the kids dinner, you know, at five o'clock or five thirty or six, whenever they were done with whatever they were doing, soccer or music or whatever. Um, and so my, my body just re- performs better when I don't eat late, you know, mm. I, it, it really does enjoy, uh, I do enjoy breakfast, so I, I kind of can't stand skipping breakfast. So I would rather eat like a, a late lunch or a very early bird say, dinner okay. and then, um, Still have breakfast. So you'll eat all of the food if it sh- if it shows up at three p.m. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, how which we were is, doing it for a while. Which like yeah, said. we were doing that for a little while. I think um, I don't know if that's the best for the kids though. Yeah, <laughs> think, no, it's not because they always want them, a second dinner. Yeah, then they're like ready for like okay, that was lunch or second lunch. Now wins dinner. Yeah, um, they'll so, do yeah. that sometimes. But yeah, I did realize that I was like, oh, you know that feeling you get when you've eaten like a holiday meal, like that feeling, right? That fullness. 
And then I, I quickly realized, I was like, oh, gosh, I think I felt this, like, last Wednesday. Like, yeah. this wasn't, like, the last time wasn't, like, Thanksgiving. Like, it was, like, a couple days ago. So, yeah, I don't yeah, know if everybody no. else is cooking like that at home. Everyone but... else is going through all of these moments, though. And even if it just comes to, like, um, like fitness schedule as we're getting ready to do something for a brand partner tomorrow that's more in the health and wellness space. And it's, like, same thing. Like, I've been eating differently. I've been exercising differently. And, and when I say differently, I mean less, to be quite honest, as far as well, cardio is concerned. you popped that calf on July 4th, and then, speaking of. And then I popped a calf on July 4th, which, by the way, thank you for all of the well wishes because I know a lot of people who reached out on my Instagram page listened to the podcast. Uh, it was just a sprain, and I'm almost 100%. We have all been shook a little bit. Let us know on the Instagram, at starving, the number four pod. Uh, how the pandemic has affected your eating. Have you gone through this roller coaster of you used to, you eat a lot, you went you're doing crazy fitness things and then you're have you given up totally and like I, a lot, I've gone through all of those things. Yeah. Um, which has been really, really, really tough. By the way, also you just mentioned that ribs, uh, you're like, oh you cook ribs. I've been cooking lots of barbecue. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But we have a raccoon problem, everyone. Yeah. Uh, and um, this morning we we caught a raccoon family live marching through our backyard about a t- two weeks ago, yeah. which was fascinating. Probably and like in the pandemic too, when you see wildlife and like we brought all the kids outside, and it was like a family of raccoons, which I don't know what you call multiple raccoons. I don't know either. But the like thing about group, raccoons is they could care less. They could care less. They could care less that you're there. They could care less that you're calling the whole family out to see them. They're just like, nothing to see nope. here. I'm about to go to your trash cans. Not only that, it got kind of like bowed up on me, got a little aggressive, and like I shined a light in, I don't know, mom or dad raccoon's face, and he was like, no, like like we're, we're rolling through your... We caught one on the uh, the house security system walking through the yard yeah. two days ago. Yep, just kind of like creeping along the outskirts. And then because we're doing all of this, these uh, private events in the house and cooking on camera a lot inside, the garbage is more filled than it usually is. And I went out this morning and you guess what? You know what I can't stand? I can't stand what you did this morning. I told the girls that too while we were upstairs because we were all upstairs and you're downstairs doing whatever you're doing in the garage. <laughs> and you call upstairs, hey, uh, we have a problem. And then you don't tell anybody what the problem. You disappear. Yes. You yeah. don't say like I have enough yeah. on my nerves right now. Like mm. I didn't need that. That's I don't horrible. need to like guess that like my car got broken into. The yeah. gate fell over. Uh, what uh, <laughs> what else could it yeah. be? You um, know? Horrible. Too dramatic. And you're right. It could have been something really bad. The fact was, it really even for a raccoon garbage can attack wasn't that. So what bad. happened? Uh, well, seemingly based on the footprints. Um, that are in the cardboard box from That's the Traeger the grill that That's showed the up. That we caught some footprints. Uh, and the uh, pork ribs or remnants of that are scattered uh, around the garbage area, a raccoon or two got up in the garbage. But di- I've, we've also had this happen at other places where we lived and like they just shred and destroy okay. and tip over garbage cans. This was okay. not that bad. Okay. They ate two ribs. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I'd like to know where to place the blame on this one. Was I, I knew this was coming, by the, the way. Were the ribs <laughs> in the garbage can with the lid? Or were they in the garbage that you like to put garbage in that's not a garbage yes, can? Yes, I knew this was coming because there's, there's a lot of blame to be tossed around. Even our chef, Scarlett, who is our uh, culinary I, I was uh, not only looking to blame right you. Just yeah, so no, no, I, I get it. I'm I get looking it. to blame anyone that's been in uh, our house first the last I, week. First, I, to take you to the moment, when I said what happened, you were like, ribs? Like, like we don't eat ribs. I think <laughs> like they haven't, they haven't been. It's not like they were in the last garbage bag in. Uh, they were. They were a they couple. Were. There are a couple. Yeah, there are a couple floating yeah. around from the last time we smoked some ribs. Uh, so that was like, okay, I know that you were on, like trying to deep, trying to figure this out as a detective. Uh, and here's the interesting thing. The garbage can was closed because I was over there yesterday and I made sure of it because I know there's more food in it, which means that these raccoons propped up this, 
this can a little bit. They didn't tip it over, thank goodness, because there's a couple bags in there. Yeah. Wait. And that would have been a so mess. The one with the lid or not with the, the lid? The one with the lid and the a bag lid? closed, which is incredible. A closed garbage bag. A closed like garbage you, bag and a sure? garbage can with a lid. Yes, you I'm tied sure. tied it up? Not tied. They possibly could have just gotta, like not tie tied. The bags. Although then they could rip it, I guess. They, listen, Obviously. we got lucky. All I'm saying is at our previous residence, this happened and the it was like a chicken carcass. carcass right? yeah, and then that. the chicken carcass was just test just all over the yard i just read so a, i just bad. read a book this is a total sidebar i just read a book i'm gonna be like my mom here for a moment and tell you about a book sure. I'm reading. real quick though it's also bear week not raccoon week but a total sidebar they look go like ahead bears, kind yeah. of. okay um and they said that that chickens are like that that if you have chickens and they, you have raccoons and you have both of those things in the same area which most people do that if a chicken sticks his head out the like pen that raccoons will just rip their heads off and that seems really horrible. You're gonna leave people with that gruesome image, and like who? Do, yeah, I think raccoons are. I think raccoons are like wolverines and honey badgers, yeah, right? Like they I can think, be. Listen, they I, can be. They can be nasty. I yeah. I hate to send you down this YouTube uh, wormhole, but I think there are like a, there is a page dedicated to like raccoons fighting different animals, and uh, one of those animals will not be me. I'm scared of them. Yeah. Uh, and we need to do some raccoon proofing. If you got any suggestions, let us know. Uh, what a segue. Jasmine Blaze. Well, here's... Artie's living out in the out right. in the nature now, There's... out in the wild. She wanted, you know, the the wilderness in her backyard, and some of that might be a raccoon one day. If you're a raccoon expert, uh, give us a shout out. Here she is, uh, the amazing, incomparable Artie Sequera. Yeah, that was really good. That was good. We just had uh, an amazing conversation with Mr. Justin Warner yesterday on the podcast. Okay, so that's my competition. That's what you're telling me. Oh no, no, no competition. <laughs> here we, here we go. You triple G, go. you triple G, folks. You guys can't ever <laughs> shut it off. That's what it is. God help it. It's all, yeah. It's all, how, it's all competition. How is our Justin? You know what? I mean, I, again, he's someone who I have not um, spent enough time, my, like getting to know and really like connecting with and bonding with, which is yeah. totally an error on my parts but i have difficulties socially uh he's um, like he was amazing like right. he's just i mean always been a great story but like i feel like he's doing really well he's like he's kind of similarly as you and your family like kind of rebuilding a home yeah you know um i feel like this moment in time has caused a lot of people to reevaluate, and i suppose that's an understatement and maybe that's a simplistic sentence but this was kind of happening for us for the past three years where, you know, we were in LA and we were there because my husband's an actor. And so we were doing that actor thing where you just stay there um, by any means possible, for any means possible. <laughs> it's like, I got that one commercial two years ago. Okay, let's stay here another five years, you know, because mm -hmm. this could be the big break. And so we just got to the point where with two little kids we and, we would, I was just watching them get excited about going out into a concrete backyard. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just wanted a different upbringing for them because that was my upbringing and I wanted more. So uh, we moved, we picked up and we moved at the end of January. We drove cross country from LA to Raleigh, North Carolina, because Brent has family here. And uh, by the way, on day one or day two of our road trip, which we were so looking forward to, I know you guys have picked up and moved before. It is such a hard slog to pack all your stuff up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and so 
so what what kept us going was we're going on this road trip we're going to do everything we're going to do the ball of twine we're going to do like we're just going to do the whole um american road trip holiday thing and on day two we were in phoenix arizona visiting my sister and bren got like a crazy stupid high fever he got it multiple right. times that day and it turns out he had influenza B, although I have my suspicions about what else it may have been. And, uh, and so that was our road trip. That was our road trip. And then we arrived in Raleigh and it was cold. And I was like, where is everybody? And where are my nice fresh baked pastries? And then, then COVID <laughs> happened. So it's just been a crazy first half of the year for us. <clears throat> I mean, in but, some ways you have to feel like you kind of got out just in time. I totally feel like that. Right? Totally yeah. feel like that. I mean, I understand like kind of uh, arriving and being like, well, okay, we're, we're here on our own. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, the other side of it is, man, you could still be in LA and like stuck and ah. Uh. I know. And I, I do, it's, I mean, I'm right now, I'm looking out at a huge, huge swath of woods. Yesterday we saw a deer. Oh, wow. The day before that, we saw a rabbit in the yard. Like, I mean, it's just all these things that help you remember, like, yes, the world is in chaos, but creation carries on. And so will we, because we're part of it. So um, it has been very grounding. And I think being with your family, even though, you know, there are, there are parents, but we're also all grownups now. So it's not like they can actually fix anything, but still having that energy of like, they're grown, they have silver hair, they've, you know, everything's going to be okay. That has been very comforting too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a, a, a good time to uh, start like a nesting, a nesting project yeah. with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all home anyway. Yeah, so you might as well. So it's a good time to start the process instead of like where we're at right now, where it's just sort of like, well, we're not re well, we're re rebuilding some things, but it's more like we're trying to fix everything that's been broken. Yeah. You know, physically in the house for yeah. the last year or so. You may as well. Yeah, you just have time to sit and stare at everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why didn't we ever fix that wall over there? How long has it been like that? But I, you know what you guys I've noticed, I just feel like I see so many cute, sweet family outings. Mm you know, not, not outings, but doings like, you know, whether it was like, what was the dance party thing that you were doing? I know I, we, I always, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I quit on things that are getting traction. Like we would just dance, we just turn the music on and TikTok dance, get crazy. Dance I mean, party. it wasn't, it was not like reading time, which you were doing, which we're are doing you still doing? Time. No, we, we, we got a little fatigued or, I mean, I, I got a little fatigued, you know, you're kind yeah. of doing this and then, and then, our, then for me, it was when, um, then a lot of people started doing it. And then what's his name? Tom Hardy, who is that amazing British actor who played Bane. Yes. Um, yes. And, and some other things where he's incredibly handsome. Anyway, um, you know, he started doing a reading time for the BBC and Brendan was like shaking his fist, like, how dare you, Tom Hardy? You know, and he was like, I will outread you. Mm. Um, that's, yeah, that's been something that I've, I've actually struggled with during this time. We probably chatted about it, uh, is that, you know, the first day I was broadcasting yeah. a lot live from my kitchen, cooking with scraps, you know, and then I'm doing dance parties and then then once everyone starts to do the same thing, yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm like a hip hop kid or there's some sort of mm -hmm. counterculture part mm -hmm. of me. And it's like, 
I don't want to do it if everyone's doing it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah. um, you know, when this whole thing started, we decided to just put out as much content as possible, my husband and I, because I can't do it all by myself. So, <clears throat> you know, we came up with a schedule. So Monday, I write a motivation. Tuesday, I was going to do Ask Artie. Wednesday, I put out a cooking video. Thursday, I do Table for Two, Richard Blaze, one of the one of the uh, the opening guests of our of our show. And then Friday was supposed to be family fun. And I kept that going for a couple of months. And then I was like, I like just last night, two nights ago, I just started crying. I was like, Brian, I am I am burnt out. I am mm. burnt out on doing all of this stuff and not knowing for what exactly. Like I'm doing it also, you know, I, there is joy in doing it. And I count my blessings that, you know, we get to do things that are fun, but you know, at a certain point, you're like, what am I doing? I feel like a hamster mm. in a wheel. Like I'm, I'm just keeping myself busy. Like, is this busy work or is this actually something that's helpful? Right. Have you yeah. found any of those projects that you're talking about? are sort of turning the corner to becoming, you know, a, a, not to say a, a legitimate business or a side right. hustle or like, have you, have you, like with me, I've stopped doing so many of the things that I think people enjoyed, but I didn't think it was going anywhere. What about, what about you? Yeah. I think at the beginning I thought, well, this is my time, much like when my husband and I were both unemployed at the same time. And we said, okay, well then we're going to use this time to, do what we want to do, make what we want to make and get good at it. And so we both had that same mindset for now. And so um, I think I've kind of, I'm seeing myself getting better at these things. So that sort of payoff is there. And I see the numbers ticking up every week, which I, you have to have something to measure it by, right? Yeah. But I don't know that it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for to make that decision, but I'm, I'm just getting tired. You know, I, I think it's hard. I, I think it's hard. I think when we talked to Justin, I think he said something similar. It's almost like a paralysis that kind of starts to seep in of, you know, well, this isn't funny enough, so I shouldn't do it. You, you, mm. I, I, you know, and I think we, uh, Richard and I have these conversations of like, you know, is this, is this going to move the needle? Is this, or are we just throwing up content um, yeah. for content's sake? Right. Right. Uh, right. It's hard just to look, mm. look, just to appear busy and to tell yourself that you're busy <laughs> and you're yes. doing stuff, you know, and I think, um, I feel like I've, you know, on table for two, I end up interviewing a lot of chefs, right? So Richard, Jet, Antonia, like all these people that I'm talking to, um, when I asked them the thing that they were, you know, breaking through on, it was this idea of moving, like, you know, either for Jet, he was like, I can't, I can't stop moving. So I am going to use that energy to create content. So Jet's been doing a ton of stuff. Um, Damaris was like, I'm, I'm really trying to be present. Like when I sit down and do something, I just want to be there and be present in it. And it was all that same thing. And I keep thinking, oh, guys, it's so interesting that you all have that same problem. And, and only now am I like, maybe I have the same problem. <laughs> Maybe I am the shark that feels like if I stop swimming, I'm going to sink and die, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm. So I'm not sure, but I, I am enjoying it. And it is, for me, it's helping me figure out the kind of food I'm interested in. And I think I was really, um, I'd run out of ideas for a little, I was kind of burnt out on cooking. Mm, for that a happens. while. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I think yeah. we had that similar conversation with Jet as well. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and right. 
although we're cooking so much because like just for to sustain our families mm -hmm. right like we're probably cooking more i'm cooking more than i yeah. probably ever have yeah where do you see like um the next you, you mentioned like the foods that you you're you're into now or you're realizing yeah. you're into i have two questions here first now you're in the south yeah have, have you i know it's probably been, been tough to go to restaurants i'm not sure what the 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 COVID situation is where you're at yeah. but like have you like realized anything about southern food because we lived in in georgia for a while right um at the well that's been the hard thing i mean that's our joy as a family is to go to restaurants and so many of them are closed. At the beginning, a lot of them were doing takeout and curbside and that kind of stuff. And then as some of the bigger ones have realized that it's not economically feasible, they've closed. But yeah, for the, for a little while we were getting like, you know, um, uh, my, my brain is dying. You guys uh, are all of us, not. it's all yeah. of us. Is it really? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Alpha Brain? I've been taking, uh, my husband's been taking Alpha Brain and now I'm like realizing I might have to take it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, we've had our fair share of barbecue and, um, you too. know, fry, yeah, deep fried black. <laughs> yes, you have, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I don't think we've, we've really gotten a good taste of what food is here in the, in the South or the North of the South or whatever North Carolina is. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've really gotten a good sense of it yet because everything's closed. Yeah, how can mm. you? Um, yeah, but yeah. you know, we're, we're, the the upside of that is that I am cooking so much more, and because we can't go out to eat as much, um, I have sort of I'm faster than I was before. I'm playing around with flavors like I wasn't before, and I'm I'm kind of geeking out about things more than I was before. So the thing with this video series that I'm doing every week called community table is that it was, you know, taking a pantry staple and showing you how another culture around the world cooks it so that you have another fresh idea, you know? So, um, that has forced me to, you know, read and try things and get ingredients. I tried not to get too many weird ingredients. Otherwise people won't go and make the recipe, but that's been fun. You know, it's been fun to sort of figure out and then just have a huge file folder of them, you know, when this is all over and I will have hopefully a book's worth of recipes, you know? Mm. Nice. So I was going to say that that's one thing that, again, I'm not great with. I, I will create the physical recipe for the project, but if I'm just cooking at home or even on a television show, obviously, like I'm not really worried about recipes i should be it's a flaw well it, um, it seems like a natural um progression like what what Artie just said is you're taking um the show and then eventually hopefully turning it into a book right yeah i, mean, I and hope so smart. i hope so it's been it's been interesting sort of you know so like yes we shot, shot one yesterday um where i'm showing people how to make what i'm calling the the sauce of the summer not the barbecue sauce of the summer a sauce that would go with whatever you're grilling or it's a tahini sauce basically mm. but it's sort of taking tahini out of just the hummus category and trying to pull it into its own and so i tested this thing i've tested it like four or five times and it turned out great and actually the um uh, yet again when one day that i was testing it i forgot that the chicken was under the broiler and then suddenly i leapt up and ran across the house and i was like get out of the way get out of the way and i thought that the chicken was burned when i pulled it out it was perfect mm -hmm. so oh. it's like one of those happy accidents that doesn't happen all that often because i'm way too type a to let it happen you know 
Um, yeah, I think a, a lot of times it happens, I mean, with burning things. Like I say yeah. this a lot of times in my, the shows I'm doing now and the recipes I'm cooking, like a lot of the most delicious food in the world, I think of Mexican cuisine all the time. Like yeah. those peppers, those onions, those tomatoes, yeah. they're burnt. Like yeah. they're, it's not get them a little brown, it's char them. Yes, actually, you know what? Can we just geek out about an ingredient for a second? Sure. Yes, so what I'm finding about Raleigh is it's way more cosmopolitan than I thought. And so um, there's a market called the Jerusalem Bakery that I went to yesterday to get fresh baked pizza bread and then um, and a jar of tahini. And when they, we were there, Bren found this box of, they said it's burnt onion powder. And apparently they use it in Yemeni's cooking or Yemeni, ah. Yemeni cooking. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait to try that. And, and I asked the lady what, you know, she's like, I don't know, I'm Lebanese. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> can't comment. But yeah, great. Um, but I was like, that is a cool ingredient that I want to look. I can see the cogs turning in your head, Richard. No, the, the cogs are turning because like, to me, it's like you look at the label and it just says Voltaggio Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. He made a lot of, you know, we were on uh, Triple G last week and he made a lot of um, like stocks out of things I noticed. I can't, I can't give you a good example, but I remember thinking, wow, oh, you make stocks out of really interesting ingredients when you were in competition. I was like, put that away in the file cabinet. Oh yeah, no, definitely. If there, especially if there's a pressure cooker involved. Speaking of Triple G, I got this meme sent to me this week, which was amazing. I had an episode that you judged. Uh, which, by the way, I mean, not saying anything, but I don't think I've ever won a contest that you've judged. <laughs> you got to uh, get that burnt onion powder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. If which, you would just burn some onions, Richard. That's all it is. But it was, a, it, was a, it was, I don't know, I forget what the competition was, but it was an ice cream sundae where I put ants, edible ants, oh, on yeah. the ice cream sundae. Oh, yeah. And I guess there's a screen, there's a, 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 a GIF of, is it GIF or GIF? It's GIF. I think it's GIF, but GIF says It's a GIF. There, there's a GIF of you saying, the ants really just enliven this. Like, it's very arty. Like, it's like, it's obviously, as a judge, I know that you're just like, we got to give this guy some good news. <laughs> like, <laughs> Got to say something. The, yeah. The citrus in the ants just really brings out this ice it cream flavor. It was citrus in the ants. No, I know it was. And <laughs> I know it was but but someone sent this to me and it's like That's there's funny. a meme going around now where people are like me on day 3000 of quarantine <laughs> these ants are delicious oh, that is so good i love that oh i will God. if you send it to you, you send it to yeah, me that is so I will. good that very is so good. good i remember those ants did you just have those in your pocket Probably. I, I had them on set, yeah. And I remember telling uh, my producer for that episode, and this is a true story, behind the scenes, people will love this, I think. I said, if you see me plate the ants, I know I'm not winning. <laughs> like if I, if I go to the ants, that's your cue that I'm just doing something to get a couple of moments on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's your airtime play. Not that they weren't delicious, and I had a conceptual meaning for it, but I knew that was it. This was yeah. just for a shocking it was your, moment. Your, your last gasp, your dying yeah. like grab for t was. TV time. 
I get it. Absolutely. 100%. I love it. So, so Artie, um, are you and I assume Bren is, is you guys are producing the show together yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, talk so, about your new world. Cause, cause we're yeah. in it too. Let's, let's hear yeah. what, what are you working with there? Let's well, hear it. You know, so, so to set the scene, we are living with my very sweet in-laws and so we've been in their house now for five months. And so that's always worrying in the background, even though we love it and they make us feel very comfortable and it's all great. We're still in someone else's house and someone else's kitchen and you know, uh, concerned about the kids being too loud or too rough on the house and all that kind of stuff. Um, so in one way it's been good because we've definitely had to divide and conquer a lot. Um, a lot of the house, you know, details and financials and all of that kind of stuff, he's handling it. Cause I was like, I just cannot possibly. Yeah. And then when it comes to working together, I mean, <laughs> there are some couples where like, sometimes I look at Jet and Allie and I'm like, do you ever fight? Do you just always think that you're, Me you know, too. I just, she always like talks so nice about Jet and I'm like, I man, know. I should really talk nicer about you <laughs> you know and the funny thing is those are my exact same thoughts <laughs> i'm sure that would be brands too totally um, yeah so but it was always this way i mean we when we did the original youtube show the original rt party that kind of started this whole thing we would, you know, we'd shoot together and then I would kind of, he would say something and then I would snap at him and then we'd stop shooting, have a huge long argument and then continue shooting. And you would have to look real hard to see, you know, but I could see it. The yeah, you could there. see it in my face where like, you know, I'm sweating a little more. <laughs> um, so that has definitely been harder, um, but I think it's all good stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, good. It's good. It's good for him to learn how to communicate. It's good for me to be um, a little less um, impatient. It's, it's better for, you know, I have to learn to be patient. He learn, has to learn to like, he'll have an image in his head about what, of what he's trying to do, but then he can't quite express it. Of course, if he was here, he'd be like, I express it perfectly. Yes. That you're it's not listening. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crystal clear. So that's definitely, be, I mean, it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. That that part has been hard. Yesterday yes. at one point during the, during shooting this thing, <clears throat> I was like, I just, because I just can't be around you right now. <laughs> the chicken was in the oven and I went into the other room and I waited for the chicken to cook and then I came back out. Richard consistently yeah. tells me that I'm the meanest director he's ever worked with. <laughs> Well, okay. And I, this is true, but in all fairness, I'm going to say what is, I think Artie's getting to too, like the moments of tough love that are now coming professionally yeah. in households, yeah. like are very valuable because no one has ever told me, looked at me while they're taking a picture of me and say, no, that's not a real smile. Stop wrinkling your forehead and open up your eyes. <laughs> it's but obvious. This is what, and, and that's it's because obvious. people are- <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. But like, like, so, and it's sort of like, oh my gosh, I've been taking pictures or filming things and no yeah. one's told me that that one look or looking that way or this looks doesn't look right. right. And finally someone has. So even though it hurts in yeah. the moment, yeah. I greatly appreciate uh, the new direction that I'm, yeah. that I'm getting. I'm definitely a rip the bandaid right off. 
Oh, I can see that. No, and it's good because I mean, why waste time? You know what I mean? We do have all the time in the world, but why waste it? I mean, do you know how many times I get asked to take a picture in a day, Artie? Like if I had it take 10 minutes, it would be all, you know what I mean? Like it has to be 30 seconds. I have to be like, close your mouth, Mm. put your teeth together, smile, not like that. Un- unwrinkle your eyes. Here we go. <laughs> Richard's face was moving, right? As he was doing See, yeah. I'm yeah. getting them. I'm getting them um, there. You take very good pictures, Jasmine. Well, She's you. amazing photographer. Yeah. I, I, I um, it, you know, he he does. He's a very good subject as well. He's very. He listens very well. Um, yeah. He's not happy yes. about it. He's not happy <laughs> yeah. about anything I tell him, but he does exactly what I ask. So that's great. Right. That as a subject. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you need, yeah, a very obedient. We got to get you some uh, gear. We got to get you a, a camera, though. It's just phone stuff. Yes. I mean, we got the filming set up, but we need you like a, a, a nice camera for stills. This I is would, just me now, sidebar, say, family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Maybe. so we shoot the um, we shoot the cooking show on a camera. Do you? But at this point, yeah, but at this point, it's, it's outdated already. Yeah. You know, yeah. we bought it like five years ago, and it's already, it's already out. So um, that's actually the the next thing. So we we are supposed to move into our new house in two weeks. Oh my gosh, that, that went so fast! I feel for like for you it did. For you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for yeah. me, following along Instagram, it went very fast. Well, I will say no, that's actually that's fair because um, it's been rolling for a while, but it wasn't signed. Mm. So. I was recording video in the event that everything would go through. Uh, so there's been a delay, right? Gotcha. There's a delay in, in, um, but yeah, we went, the kitchen is almost completely done and I just can't wait to shoot in there. Cause it just, first of all, it's mine. Yeah. But it just, yeah. there's so much more room. And, um, so we're already thinking, okay, one of the first investments we have to make is to get a camera and, mm you know, a GoPro and all of this kind of stuff. Cause if we're going to do it, then let's dig mm. and do it. You know? So here's the question. I got two questions for you. One is uh, not that important. So you're in the uh, region called the triangle, correct? Yes. Is that, okay. So have you made a decision on your college sports team oh, allegiance? God. This is a big deal there. Are you North Carolina Duke or North Carolina state? I, um, yesterday, no. I have uh, to answer the question. No, I have not. Such a political answer. Yeah. Well, no, because I, I don't know what my choices are. Like, I don't know who's, whose strengths are what and whose mascot is what and mm. what it means to be, you know what I mean? Like when I lived okay. in LA, like I knew what it meant to be a Lakers fan and I knew what it meant to be a Clippers fan and I was a Clippers fan, you know what I mean? Nice. So, um, mm. So I All right, well, I'll take that same that. analogy for you. You're, a, you're an NC State fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see how this shakes out. I can't yeah, wait. I'm just yeah. saying, if you're going to go with just the, like, the underdog, yeah. uh, I think Always. that's probably the way to go. Yes, that's I'm true. very hip-hop um, like you. <laughs> mm, I love that. So that's, a, that's actually the next question is kind yeah. of from this. Where do you see, now you see these shows coming. They're not just on Instagram anymore. I mean, we just watched, what was it, Jasmine? Uh, Tournament of Laughs and... So many shows now are basically people broadcasting from home, but they're new shows. Where do you see the future, the immediate and potential mid-range future for our industry of celebrity chefs? What's, what's, what, what's going to be happening here in the next couple months? I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of us cooking from our actual kitchens, which we've been seeing, but I think that that's going to become kind of the norm. 
I don't think we're going to be building sets anymore. I think those, and, and in a way that's kind of great. I think we're going to, it's going to be a lot more intimate in that way where even I'm praying for that moment when we can start coming together in each other's kitchens because I have a show idea for that. But yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more um, like one man band kind of shooting even, mm -hmm. you know, like- But is it, will it be direct to camera or do you feel like, uh, cause I feel like it's going to be more of what we're doing right here. Multiple screens, you get to see different things happening in different yeah. places but it's not just maybe someone cooking a dish right to the camera. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think the thing at this point is I'm not sure what's working because I think people are sort of scrolling through haphazardly and there are some things that they like to watch, but it depends on their mood. You know, like I'll watch yeah. some cooking videos that because I'm sort of pressed for time, I end up watching those quick little ones where it's just a, camera over the pan you know because yeah. i'm i'm watching cooking videos for ideas <clears throat> i'm not watching it for um therapy. enjoyment yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so but i'm still making a very traditional cooking show so yeah i i'm not sure i think direct to camera with possible angles um i think um a lot more mistakes like you know i put up a cooking video two weeks ago where i made this persian uh, frittata, this kukusabzi thing, and I burnt it. I burnt it. I full on burnt it. And I was like, well, and Bren was like, do you want to make it again? And I said, no, we're going we're gonna to show it burnt. And it was so cute how many people responded and mm. said, yeah, I burn things all the time. And I think that side of our lives and, you know, someone was like, your kitchen's so messy, you should be ashamed of it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, this gosh. is a real kitchen. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, I, I love that, yeah. I love it too. So I, I'm excited because I think that perhaps this will be a death knell for the perfectionism of social media, where everyone's pictures are perfect, their kitchens are perfect, their families are perfect, their husbands and wives never argue. You know, <laughs> lies, all of it lies. <laughs> yes, I think yes, you're right. Yes. I think, you know, uh, we've seen these moments, um, you know, where reality television, I think this is the next level of like reality, which we all know most reality TV has now become soft scripted stuff. Like this is gonna yeah. be, real and uh even jasmine said it on when we were talking to justin there's a interesting voyeuristic quality to yeah. when i do videos like you're saying and something's messy people are much more concerned about my paper towels crumpled up next to what i'm cooking yeah. like it should just be a show about the paper towel right or they'll, or they'll say i have that table too and then it gets you mad because it's from ikea and you get like yeah <laughs> No, I, I agree. I think the authenticity is, is huge. Um, I, I think I read something too about how, you know, all um, the corporate culture is empathy is increasing because people are seeing their families and like the, they're yeah. not looking at their coworkers as just a cog. They're looking yeah. at it as people, right? Oh, that's your yeah. kid. Oh, that's your house. Yeah. So, so it's, it is interesting how much closer this could bring us and, and yeah, much more authentic. I, agree. I mean, uh, Bren was very sweet and took the girls out. Our girls are obsessed with Pokemon Go. Awesome. Anything Pokemon they're obsessed with. <laughs> obsessed. Yes. They keep going, Mom, did you hear the, the Borolax was the something and we then evolved the Schnookabooky Leaky? I don't I don't know what these things are. And I've told them over and over again that I don't care, but they still tell me, which is <laughs> in any case, he takes them out because he's like, you know, I'm sure you want the house to yourself. And and I keep saying to him, Hunt, I want people to hear 
the chaos that we all exist in. Honestly, because then when you watch the things that we're able to make in the middle of this chaos, you will be much more impressed by me. <laughs> yes. Agreed. But do you know what I mean? Like if you, of course, if I lived in this yeah. household by myself, all peaceful and no interruptions, I yeah. would be creating all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, or just sitting around and watching The Office. But I don't. I have people that need, you know, I was saying to my, um, to Moses, who's my four-year-old, she said something and I said, are you kidding me? I said, I've been wiping your butt for four years. And then I was like, wait, I've been wiping butts for six years. Six years I've been interrupted constantly to wipe butts. Like, constantly. Can one, you, one day it just new. stops. Like it, it yes. one day it stops and you'll be like, right. huh, I don't have to do that anymore, huh? I know. It's funny. Yeah. It's it funny. Crazy. The thing, And then you forget, like I forgot until you just said it, so. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that idea of like, this is what life really is. And right. we're constantly interrupted and stuff. It's like, okay, can we just give each other a break? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah I'm seeing it even on the, on the uh, brand side a little bit too, which is great that like people now are a, a more receptive to true collaboration. Maybe it's because we can't send a film crew out or Mm -hmm. um, because of the times, but it, it is, a, I, I'm seeing a little bit more, uh, acceptance to let the creators do what they do. And then we can weave our messaging into whatever the yeah. creator wants, which I think is good. Yeah. Speaking of which, is that your spray bottle of Dawn behind you? We are Dawn okay. converts in this house. Yes, it is. <laughs> good eye, Artie. Good eye. <laughs> We, I love it. That, I mean, you know, you know how these ad posts go sometimes, like, you know, sometimes you can get some, some, <laughs> some, um, backlash from posting, you know, an ad or yeah. whatever. This one was quite like the opposite. I, I think that really? there is a religion of Dawn out there of people that swear by it to do everything yes. from like degrease yes. their car to like clean fleas off their cat and like no way oh my gosh yeah. it's a, it's insane like the, i had no idea the number of i thought it was all jokes i thought it yeah. was all jokes in the beginning and people like no it, it cleans up oil uh, animals that get stuck in oil slicks and like it's like a real culture of wow. like dawn of fandom dawn. Yes. i had no idea so now we are yeah, fully e in it equal parts with vinegar for maybe i don't know a project around your new house if you need any porcelain to shine tub, tub cleaner yeah, yes that's uh, that is actually, you know, uh, one thing that I'm learning is the water out here. Oh, the different. Water, you know, totally like different. it's different. And I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, um, um is it softer? water? I forget which way it is. I think it's softer water or is it harder? I think we have harder water out here, at least in San yes, Diego. Yes, I think, I think that and I think it's softer there. They both it, come with their own issues. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I All I know is it's different. Yes. <laughs> That's different. The weather's different. My hair is different. Yes, um, yes. What I want to eat is different because of the heat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Those things are different. Yeah. Artie Sequera, always a pleasure. You uh, might not know this, but you have, uh, it's probably on your IMDb page now. You've been a guest on Starving for Attention more than anyone else yes! in the history of the show. Yes! Congratulations. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, 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 I think so you show good. up in some readings as a co host, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Thank yeah, you so yeah. much for hanging out with us and taking the time to oh, uh, connect, you. not just for the podcast, but just to like the human yeah. connection. You're I just know. amazing person and we love you so much. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thanks for having me. Sorry. My brain is slow. It really what? is. What? Oh my gosh. Well, your brain slow is faster than 98% of everyone else. <laughs> 
Uh, where can people tune in or find all of these amazing shows? Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so I uh, restarted my YouTube page, so I'm keeping all of the videos there. So just search for my name and it'll come up there. But Instagram is my home at the moment, so you, everything is happening there. Arty awesome. And chickens, maybe in your future. Are you going to do it? <gasps> I know. I'm thinking about it. I would really. I've, I've always it. thought about it. Yeah. I haven't done it. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't done it. You seem like such a we chicken. Don't, we don't have the greatest space for it. And I feel like coyotes. Uh, so yes, that's true. <laughs> and it's a little close to home. If it, if the coyotes were to get in, it would be like yeah. right in our back patio. So these are all very good reasons, Jasmine. Yeah. But I, if we had a little bit more, you know, a little bit more distance from the house, I, I, I'd do it. I like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea too. I speaking of which yeah. Jasmine. Our contractor wants us out by the deck to make a decision on oh. something. <laughs> are yes. you legit are doing in the, things? In the, same, in the same time frame that you've built a house, yeah. you've almost rebuilt some deck stairs that collapsed. <laughs> that sounded like code. No. No, it wasn't. It's not code. <laughs> it's that's, that's just, that's just real life. Right now. Oh I'm God. just connecting the dots. It was going to be a chicken coop out there. Then it was a deck, the sauna. Oh. It's just... It's a project uh, now moving along as fast as your house. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, I, the thing is like, I can't wait to get into the house, but then I know then there's a whole other mountain of things yeah. to do. You know, mm. like we have to unpack and put things <sighs> and we have to buy stuff because we didn't bring our couches. We didn't bring beds. Like we just got fun. This is fun, it's fun, fun oh, stuff. Yeah. And Artie Sequera, we're going to watch it all on happening it. live on, on your Instagram. <laughs> We're, oh yeah, that's part of the design. We have cameras in every room. <laughs> exactly. Let's just do it. It's time for 24 oh, hour live broadcasts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're amazing. Thank Love you so you. much. Thank you to our fans and the people that listen. Thank you to S. Pellegrino for being an amazing sponsor. Uh, thank you to Mikel Anthony for all of the beats. Our guest, Artie Sequera, winning the title of most uh, frequent guest on Starving for Attention. And uh, yeah, thank you to Jasmine Blaze, producer and, and uh, well, you're the host now, let's be honest. I'm the co-host. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, until next week, stay hungry. How are the girls doing? Are they doing well? Yeah, they're doing well. I mean, um, I was just talking to um, a producer the other day and I was saying, we were comparing notes because our kids are about the same age. And I was saying, are your girls like best friends? He's like a thousand percent. So, I mean, they awesome. still fight and they still say pretty wicked things to each other, but <laughs> every other time they are playing together for hours. Yeah. Um, because they are each other's playmate. And so I really, I mean, I, I was talking to Troy about it because I was like, just hurry up and make a child because your, your daughter needs a playmate. Right? Right. Yes. You know, they got a dog, so there you go. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I am so thankful that we have two because yeah. they keep each other company. Um, they've, they've been fine. They, they definitely get, I can, we can tell when, um, we just, we call it the yayas. Like they're starting to get, like they need to go outside. Yeah. Change of activity. There's lots of imposed like, okay, before this yeah. goes bad, let's yeah. Uh, shift. Yeah. You can feel it, right? Yeah. 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 So we've been taking a lot of walks. They hate it, but we make them do it. <laughs> and, and then lucky for us, the pool is open here. So okay. we haven't gone to the pool. So they mm. love that. That's good.